Thank you very much, Ian Wright. <clears throat> Ian Wright did his job. He gave me a free ball and I just fumbled it. I need the next opportunity, man. Let's do that again. People deluded. I'm back again. Another day, another live stream. First things first, I hope everyone's doing well and safe. Their loved ones as well. Hope you're all in good health. As usual, whether you're on YouTube or Twitch, wherever you are in this world, whatever time zone you're operating from, appreciative of that once again. And thank you very much for tuning in. Talking points, questions, anything you've got, shoot them off in the comments. That's what makes this platform. That's what makes these live streams. Now, I can't lie, I'm getting sick of hearing the name Mudrip, man. Like, you know, every day I look for Arsenal news to see what we're talking about. It's Mudrip, 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 Mudrip. And at this point, he's for me, he's going down as where MV or MVL or whatever the guy, the Frenchman's name was really. And that he was always linked. I'm tired of it. I've assigned this guy or not. Now, obviously, we're not in January. Obviously, we're not privy to what's going on. But yeah, he's talking. He's doing interviews. He's been interviewed by Zinchenko's wife. He's been interviewed by Ben, ben Jacobs. You know, his agents chatting. You know, obviously, he might sign for Arsenal. He might not. You know, again, it's a bidding war and Shakhtar will sell to the highest bidder for Mudrik. He's got to go to the best project and the next, and, the, and the best club he believes he can develop and take the next step to be the best footballer he can be. For Shakhtar, boy, especially with the English teams, one minute it's, it's primarily Arsenal. You've seen Chelsea, you've seen United this week, Liverpool previously, Newcastle, a bunch of other clubs, really. You know, Brentford were the first name I ever saw linked with this guy. But, you know, I'm not knowledgeable on him like that. I can't really tell you his weaknesses but yeah he's he, he's he's someone that's wanted by everyone really and he came out the other day and said what Brentford Nice and I think Sevilla don't quote me they tried a thing in the summer it didn't happen people you know by all means go all out to get this guy and I know a lot of people offering their opinions on one hand a lot of people welcome the depth and on another hand people going oh but we've got Saka and Martinelli and how are they going to play apologies people there's uh building work going on in my yard in it so you're going to hear noise um and Personally, you need better players, really. You know, shout out Saka and Martinelli, but, you know, competition could enhance them to the next level. If they're not doing the business, other players can play. And we need to be stronger, like, you know, you 
for 50 to 100, uh, whatever price tag, you know, he's got to be able to score goals. And, you know, we have been quite clinical on the goal scoring front. Um, but when you look between the numbers, you know, take nothing away from Gabriel Jesus. He's got five goals this campaign. Martin Ode, and he's been infectious for what he's brought. Odegaard, people have said he needs to score. He's got six in the Premier League. Is it sustainable? Obviously, Martinelli, Saka, Smithrow, when fit, Dizlot will go on high scoring seasons. And, you know, for Martinelli, I want him to do what the Haylem boys did last year and have double figures. But even when Saka and Smithrow did it last year, there was little dry patches and ultimately goals win games, people. So we're going to have to see what's going on in that regards, man. So it is what it is. It's clear now Mudrik is trying to put pressure on Shakhtar to lower his price. It could be that. It could be, listen, I want to bust out in January. Like, I'm doing all he can. But as I said, and have been saying on all of these videos, he can tell, say he wants to leave as much as possible. You know, he can talk, but it's down for Arsenal or these other teams to agree a move with him. Again, I don't know how long his contract is with Shakhtar, but they haven't even ruled out giving him a new deal. That's one thing I could look at right now for you lot. Because again, his length of contract, position of strength to go with. Obviously, you do the business on the football pitch. Bob's your uncle, really. I mean, not transfer news, transfer mark, mate. I want to see how long this guy is under contract for. At Arsenal Football Club, but man said that Arsenal. You see, even me, I'm talking about him so much. My man might as well be here. Mudrick, not Mudrick. Sorry, people, big up the dyslexic ones, but Google Google Chrome's moving dyslexic right now for me. Here we go. Contracted until 2026. So three years on his deal, still only 21, will be 24, maybe 25, depending on what he's born in January, however that works. So they're still in a position of strength. Obviously, if he doesn't renew a deal and every year he stays, they're in a weak spot. Um, if we've done our due diligence and we believe in the guy's talent, then spend whatever you want on the guy, isn't it really? On one hand, I'm with everyone. Yo, you know, bit flavour of the month, flavour of the season. It is probably a bit overpriced and you do have to overpay. But do you bulk at his whatever his transfer fee is right now and then he goes somewhere else does the business and we're like maybe we should have took a punt obviously you could buy these guys before it before they're really ready and you know we've kind of been here before so it is it is what it is you know pepe was bandulu though man you know you are right as long as we've done our due diligence everything's a risk you can sign a man for 50p or 50 million or 500 million everyone's a risk but one thing I, I keep saying, you know, Edu and Arteta have got it wrong with some transfers, you know, but I think in the last two years, generally the talent ID and the recruitment has been better, you know, really. You can see what, you know, even the slower signings, you can see Fabio Vieira. I'm not saying he'll be the best in the league and the best in the world and the best for the club and things like that, but you could see he's bringing something to the table and you can see how he ties in. Ramsdale, Ben White, Tomiyasu, Zinchenko, Gabriel Jesus, how could I miss him out? All them guys, they've they, they fitted in well, you know. And I think, uh, you know, in relation to Cedric, Marie, William, Arteta and Edu have kind of learned from that. You know, they will get it wrong. Signings don't work out. Not every signing is going to bang. But definitely in the last two summers, I think we've done all right. Even with the names we've tried to go for, really, you know. And even in, previ even in previous years, we've sometimes just bought anyone. So, you know, one thing I have liked, and it definitely frustrated me in January and to a degree in the summer, for whatever reason, we've walked away from certain signings and, you know, that's what you've got to be able to do. So it is what it is. We'll get into what the papers are saying in just a sec, people. Mudrick thoughts. Let's put that there. Uh, but I liked Pepe, but, you know, we're, we're at where we're at. Technically, he's still under contract until 2024. You know, Disneyland would be, he gets recalled next year. A year left on his deal starts looking like the Pepe is meant to be. Signs a new deal and Bob's your uncle. We keep it moving, but his days are numbered. You know, they're already numbered, really. In the same way, we're showing acceleration to try and get Saliba, Martinelli, Saka, hopefully Charlie Patino and these guys tied down. 
what have you seen? You know, even couple men like Gabriel and them kind of players are not, you know, contracted until 2024. They had a year or so extra on top of that. We've renewed their deal. So what does that tell you about Pepe? The days are numbered. Hopefully, you know, big up Pablo Maria on his recovery, but hopefully Monza stay up in Serie A. Hopefully Pepe plays to a standard with Nice that I think he's doing all right there. Not amazing, but where someone takes a chance on him, we know we're going to take a mad L with that. Keep it moving, really and truly. Free up the wages, distribute them resources to confirm a new deals to, um, towards transfers of players that are going to play a part. One else will get signings wrong. Not every player is going to bang, no matter how much due diligence you do, no matter how much research into everything. Sometimes they just go wrong for whatever reason. It might be mentality. It might be attitude. It might be ability. They just might not be a fit for the league. It happens. Everything is a risk, people. You know, it's like a trader. You know, you could look at stocks and stuff like that, but you might lose. This is how the world works, really. You don't always win. Not every play you benefit from. If we have 100 million to spend on one player, it should go towards a midfielder. I hear you. And I don't believe that we're going to spend 100 odd million on the guy. But if we could, I'm not going to lie, man. You know, Napoli are difficult to do business with. But I would rather bid for that, that the, the, the Georgian lad, really, than Mudrick. And again, respectfully, I'm sure Mudrick's a good player. But I'm, I more understand that guy more. Again, apologies for the noise, people. Mazzellini's with the drills. Shaq to smoke is some serious crap. Well, they know English teams and everyone's got money. So I can't begrudge them for wanting to get top dollar. Why is YouTube live stream active? Sorry, folks. I just need to log back in here and make sure I can actually see what is happening here. Okay, cool. Fair enough. What's Twitch saying? Sorry, folks. Again, I just want to see my Twitch manager. Make sure I can, obviously, if anything goes wrong, I'm obviously privy to it and aware of what the hell is happening. So... Yeah, it is what it is in that regards. Big up you lot tuned in. Again, interesting talking points regardless. Mudrick ain't even better than Martinelli. That Georgian guy's cold, bro. What do you think of Balogun? Good player, developing well, built on his experience at Middlesbrough, doing quite well. Set himself the target of 10 league goals on eight. Probably needs to revisit that, developing in the right way. You know, you do see some young players go on one loan and come back and they look on fire. I do kind of think, depending on what happens, Balogun might need another loan. I do think his general play and all of those sort of things are start. You're starting to see what Arteta wants from a striker because scoring is one thing and that's the primary job of a striker. But in today's day and age, not just isolated to Arteta, but all of football, you need to be a bit multifunctional. And I still think his decision-making, his positioning isn't quite there, but he's getting better. You know, again, he's 20, 21 years of age, a bit like Eddie and Ketia, they're 23. You know, in an ideal world, I want them to both be Arsenal players. I'd love for them to both be involved next year. Uh, worst comes to worst, loan, make money on the guys. Not every Halen talent has to, has to be at this football club, really, because it Champions League football next year, respectfully to Eddie and Balogun at this moment in time, it's a bit meaty if we're competing in the Champions League, if we get in that and the league, you know, again, we can't really bet on them. Even Jesus, we can't bet on him for the single facet of scoring goals. I believe he will get 15 league goals minimum in the Prem, but we can't bet on it because there's not a body of work historically with him. So you can't really bet on these young players. So, yeah, man, just them two, them lot, especially Balogun to answer your question, A, just needs to keep developing, do what he's doing. Come back next season, pre-season, show Mikel Arteta what you're on and then revisit the next steps. Maybe that's staying at Reims again. Maybe that's moving to the Premier League on the year's loan, seeing what's going on. Maybe you get an opportunity at Arsenal Football Club. But again, arguably, one would wonder next season, 
there'll probably be even less chances for young players generally because, again, if you're in the Champions League, it's not Europa. Arteta's gone heavy in the Europa. So what do you think he's going to do in the Champions League? Rightly so. Um, so, yeah. This take has been on my mind. Mudrik or Barnes, as the days go on, fee increasing daily. I'm starting to think how much better is Mudrik than Barnes. I can't answer that. I like Barnes a lot, but I'd rather opt for Mudrik because, really, with the English tax, you're going to... Whatever the fee is, you're going to kind of get into that territory for Barnes. As I said, I don't quite believe the Mudrick 100 million shouts and all them things there. Hey, deluded people, calling out your name to go on Big Six uh, Extra to rep Arsenal. Hope you're going on there. I've never been I've never been selected or shouted. So, yeah, man, I, what is, what is, I know Big Six is Turkish thing, Turkish's thing, but I don't know what the extra thing is. Never been shouted, but shout to the people for getting the DG name out there, man. For 100 large, they can keep MM and the horse he would ride in on. <laughs> Shout out, Graham, man. It's snowing in, in in New York. You know, hopefully you lot enjoy the snow, man. So, yeah, man. Intro gets me every time. Goals a banger. One goal wonder, man. Another day closer to the World Cup. Again, the first World Cup fixture is Ecuador, Qatar on Sunday. We'll be doing a watch along across Twitch and YouTube for that. Bro, man, want Mudrick. But if he's 100 mil, are we really grabbing him? I don't believe it. Well, even Shakhtar, they can want as unrealistic as they want, bro. Like... 100 million for someone that's really been on the scene, to me anyways, as a casual football fan, 18 months, it's a bit mad. I can't blame them for wanting to rip people off, really. But yeah, with Smith-Rowe back, do you think Arteta will use him as an eight in Xhaka's role? He should be able, he, him, Odegaard, Zinchenko, Vieira should be groomed to do that sort of role. But, you know, best of both worlds, you do that development thing and you bring in the next one as well to go with Xhaka. So best of three options, really. I do want Mudrip. But we need a striker slash midfield options too, says Patrick. 100 million could be a big chunk of the budget. Mudrick for 100 million, it's a no for me, even though I like the player. But at the same time, I don't blame Shakhtar the next for driving up the price. I hear you. Stop spamming people, please. Stop spamming. It's not going to get things answered. Please stop spamming. Ideally get two players, but if we aim for one, that money should be used to get a midfielder. So good, I've put that comment up twice. Bear in mind the position we're in, plus World Cup, not to mention the inflated prices because of the Prem money. Even squad sign is probably going to be at least 25 million. 100 million, that's way too much for him. We are not the team to do that type of stuff, though. Pepe is the last time we, we go over 70 mils for a player. And even Pepe, it weren't 70 million up front. There's many variables in terms of what he's accomplished, you know, as an individual, the goals, the assists, collective prizes as well. So I'd love to know what the true price is for what we've committed to Pepe, really. But it, he hasn't hit all those variables, you know. If you go back to that summer, it was Zaha or Pepe. Them times there, Crystal Palace, saying, nope, you want our player, you've got to pay through the nose. Leo are a selling club, you know, as we've seen with a couple of players, Pepe and Gabriel, they will more let us tailor the tailor the, tailor the, 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 the deal in a sort of way that benefits them, which, again, should have never, regardless of paying it up front or not, Pepe should have never been in a scenario where if everything worked out, 72-odd million, but... We just have to learn from the previous regime. So, yeah, man. Wouldn't toss up be better than Mudrick? I'm not sure for the long term and for title push. Arsenal in a title rush? I don't know. I don't know, really. You know, you'd have to you'd have to ask anyone, you know. For me, I don't check the league table. Last time I checked is in August. All Arsenal need to do is just keep working very hard. And by that, by God's grace, in May, we'll have a season to remember. You know, I like any Arsenal fan. I'd love to win the, win the Premier League. I'd also love to be in the Champions League as a minimum. Extra thing is with Cam's, Fuad and them. Shout out Cam's and Fuad. What's that like G unit without 50 cent and that? I don't know about that, man. I'm you know, big up everyone, but I'm 
I'm a big dog. I'm a main attraction as well, blood. What's all of that? That's like Destiny's Child without Beyonce and them thing there. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Who's James? Shout out Cams and Fiat. My Achilles, though. If we get Mudrick, Telemans and Mitrovic, I think we could win Champions League next year. Oh, yeah, you reckon? I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. I want us to get Anguissa from Napoli. Perfect competition for Partey if we get top four. If we can get Mudrick, that will be fine. But the idea of spending more time on one player must be a thing of the past. I mean, realistically, do we really think Edu is sitting down just focused on one target, whether they sign in the summer or in January? You know, you have a team, you delegate, obviously, you know, you might have to put more time into certain deals depending on where they're at in terms of progress. But we're not just focusing on one thing. Obviously, Edu's the face. But, you know, he's a director of football, man. Like, you can't just, like, maybe 30 years ago, but into even that, even in today's day and age, like, he can't, he's, he's got a team. We don't know his team, like I said, but you have personal assistants, advisors, scouts, probably people that delegate business on his behalf. We obviously have shown we work, every club works with middlemen and agents and stuff. We've shown that we're doing that. So you can focus on multiple targets. And for me, the progress of certain deals must be ahead. You know, again, whoever asked we're going to sign in the summer, at least one of them deals there have probably been, whatever player it is, have probably been agreed now. You might not just wake up in the summer or in January, like, let's get a move on. There's indirect talks and obviously things start to pick up. Leo sold Liao, Osim and Pepe during the same time. Crazy how we got the worst one he caught straight for no reason. Oh, shit, James Redmond, shout out to him. I tried to get him on for the Liverpool thing, but he's Hollywood, mate. Big him up, man, because he's been here before. Will be interesting. Go hard in Jan or stop gap sign until summer. Dead the stop gap thing. Like, we need to, right now, we need to have a certain squad. Then we can get these little stop gaps and things. For me, the stop gaps already in the team are Xhaka, El Nene, and Partey. No disrespect to any of them, but they're 29 30. They're not really here long term, really. They're the stop gaps as we assess to find a long-term partner, the, the long-term party, whether that's Lokonga or the next one, the guy who's going to be the Xhaka, you know, the squad player in El Nene. We don't need any more squad, for me anyways. Obviously, there's some exceptions to the rule, but we don't need any more squad depth. I mean, we need squad depth, but them stopgap signings. For me, I take that as William, Cedric, Pablo Marie, Socrates. Obviously, Arteta will probably bring in better players, but, you know, you get what you pay for. I'd like to think Arsenal are now smart enough not to splash that much cash on one player. I mean, some players are worth it, but... And if they believe he's worth it, then he's worth it. But to me as a fan, he's not worth that. Ivan Tony Mitrovic, I go along with that. I put your name in the hat to be the Arsenal rep, rep but I know you're doing your thing. No, I'll go on. But but I forgot the big tick. You know the tick, my cupboard. Trying, man. Trying. I'm trying, man. Sacco, man. Trying to get the CPM and all them fancy things up, man, so we can grow the DG Nation. Without you, lot, it'd be dead, man. People are saying we've only got 150, we've only got 52 likes, and there's over 100 of you on YouTube. Nobby, where you been? We need a midfield player because when Partey's out the team, we are a different team. And I agree, you know, you kind of, when Partey's missing, you rob this new Granite Xhaka, you know, box-to-box midfielder, um, you know, of what he could be. If Xhaka's not there, you kind of rob Partey and you rob us collectively because if the midfield's not ticking, defence is going to struggle to defend. We're going to struggle to pr progress the ball into the other half and ultimately do what football is and that's putting the ball in the back of the net and winning games, man. Tony and Telemans, and we're, then we're winning the league. G, I'll take your word for it, man. Again, Arsenal, I, listen, for me, can we just get top four as a minimum? I want to win league titles and things, but boy, I, don't, I don't think it's as white and black as that, if I'm honest with you. 
but it would make us stronger. I hear you on that, man. DG, a few papers reporting this morning that we have an interest in Milan screening. I uploaded a video on it yesterday. His contract is up. He was wanted by PSG in the summer, as you know. Um, and he's, you know, rightly so. He's been linked with our City, Man United, and I think Spurs. Now, I would love Skriniar, 27 beast of a defender you look at his passing metrics he's a lovely passer can play in a three or a four can play left-sided centre-back as well as right you know contract running down you'd have to look after him in terms of wages because it's in, he's going to be looking for an important one but he's he, he's worth it if City are in for you then there's no contest obviously Chelsea are in for him as well that could be a good opportunity as could sign up for us as could go to Man United and all the other teams obviously Spurs could offer him bit probably better wages than he's going to get at Inter they've got the Italian links with Conte and the and the director there you know if I'm screening I'm saying boy even if you agree a move in January like a pre-contract like what some foreign clubs can do for Telemans is there a guarantee that Conte will be there in the summer or anything like that obviously I have to kind of discredit Spurs in a bit but yeah, and even with that, like if he's linked with all these clubs, that could be putting pressure on Milan to give him a new deal because you read the article yesterday, but allegedly, you know, they set a deadline of, I believe, the 12th of November or something like that, and it didn't bang. So, again, you never know, man. My guess is he agrees a new deal at Inter, but you never know. I'm not privy to any information and I don't know. But, yeah, if you could sign Screenia, bro, that's that upgrades our defence, you know, one love to Saliba, Gabriel and that, but them and they are still learning. that You know, you've seen Gabriel... Gabriel in the last few games, look really good, but he's still got the bozo gene. Saliba gets away with a couple. Not to discredit them, they're young guys. Uh, Screenier will probably still make mistakes, but he's experienced. Like he's really experienced. He's been there, done it. He's wore the t-shirt. Italy. I don't think the standard of Italian football, both in terms of the strikers that are scoring goals and the defenders, is quite where it, where it is. But that's the university of defending. Screenier would be lit. Like that, I would be so happy with that. You know what? I'd be more happy if we agreed to sign Skriniar over Mudrick right now. But I think it's just paper talk. I think it's just was. He would be a lit signing. He'd be an absolute lit signing and a benefit for anyone, man, really. Put the money down, in my opinion. Give him the contract. He'd probably look to be one of the top earners at the football club. Rightly so. Man's 27, been there, done it. Really. Smash the like button if you haven't already, people. But yeah, man, what else are you lot saying? A couple more things and we'll look at what's going on. Time flying, isn't it? Bring Zaha. Feels like that boat's gone. More centre-backs. We need another centre-back. Who's better, Bastoni or Skriniar? I like Bastoni, but I think Skriniar. Skriniar is more my sort of guy. Like, like you can play football, but he's like... I like defenders who live, breathe... I'm not saying Bastoni don't, but Skriniar lives and breathes defending. Like, you can... you know Some of you know what I'm talking about. He's lit, man. Barcelona being interested in Charlie Patton. No, it's no surprise. But again, if the pathway isn't there at Arsenal, how's it going to be there at Barcelona when you've got Gavi Pedri in that? You know, I heard Endrick is learning English and you got to remember that's a life skill. First and foremost, the ability to learn English, you know, especially when you're a foreign player coming in, coming into into a European team. Like if he signed for um, Real Madrid tomorrow, obviously you've got many different nations in, in you got you got Spanish players, you, what Modric, Croatian, Brazilian Dons, you know, German Dons all these things. But English, you've got to look at it from a migrant point of view, an economic migrant, which essentially that's what Edric and any other player is. You know, English going around the world, and some of you will know it more than me, it's a, it's a life skill. That could be a common language to speak to people. So the more languages he learns, the better. Obviously, with being linked with Chelsea and that, there could be something in that. DG, do you think we're at the place where, like in two years, where, like in the years under Wenger, we just need one or two world-class signings to compete? 
not quite there yet, but I do agree. If we could sign some players with a bit of stardust, then we'd be moving there. You know, I still think we're light in midfield. Still think we need a centre-half. Still think we need a striker to complement or offer something different to Jesus. Still think we need a winger. I would review the fullback regions, unpopular opinion. No disrespect to Tommy Asu, Ben White, Zinchenko, Wartini. I just think they should be on the review. More on the right-hand side, if anything, as well, in my opinion, because I do think we're a bit light in that regard. If we make Champions League and Frankie's still not happy at Barca, we need to go for him. I remember him saying he wanted to move to Arsenal before Barca, hopefully. But, you know, you know, Man United will get back in there. Nah, he's not right. He's not left-footed, but he can do that, man. He can do that. I think Reese Nelson should renew his contract. Maybe, boy, from a selfish Arsenal point of view, maybe a two, three-year extension just to protect resale. But for him, you know, from now to the end of the season, in the last couple of moments, you've got opportunities. You've taken, sorry for the drilling people. Um, He's taken opportunities, but for him, you know, for him to sign a new deal. Out of all of them guys in limbo, I'd love for Nelson to make a, a, make a name for himself. Really shout the Sirion ones, Sierra Leone ones tuned in, and you're right. I mean, Arsenal clearly are not just focusing on one player in it, but fundamentally, we do like to go heavy. And for me, by all means, if you want Mudrip, go ahead for him. But if he says no or he goes to another club, I don't care about we tried, you know, make sure you brought someone in. Bloody hell, that drill is even putting me off. People, but pick the wrong day or the wrong time to go live. But with that being said, let's look at what some of the paper talk is saying. Latest news. You know, I'd like Declan Rice, but, you know, for his skill set, no disrespect to him, the price West Ham are going to want regardless of his contract. I'm not saying Declan Rice is not a good player, but for his primary skill set, which is a box-to-box ball-winning midfielder, could you shop abroad and maybe get better value for money as much as Declan Rice is English, he'll tie in with what we're doing, yada, 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 etc., etc. I don't know, man. So yeah, it'll be lit, man. It'll be lit. But yeah, let's start looking at the latest transfer news. Uh, where do we start? Brain's gone blank. Yeah, let's actually go to the athletic because that was the first article that I saw today. Uh, screen still not shared. Uh, here we go. I mean, we'd love I'd lo- who wouldn't want killing Mbappe, mate? But dream is free, hustle is sold separately. Shatter the next want a hundred million euros for Mudrick. Says here, oh, that's a bit of a it's a bit of a, a bit of a shag. What's going on there? Like it's an article. I ain't really listening to that. Oh, fair enough. I've, I thought that was the only end of the article. But anyways, Shatter the Next have warned suitors for young superstar Mudrick that the va- that the value for the winger is 100 million euros, which works out about 87.775 million following his exploits in the Champions League. Bloody hell, you would have thought, you know, he's done good in the Champions League, but has he been the best? Has he been a top five Champions League player this season? I'm not too sure. You know, that guy at Napoli's hell of above him but anyways Premier League clubs such as Brentford and Everton made approaches for Mudrick in the English Premier League last summer as well as German side Bayern Leverkusen more recently Arsenal Manchester City you got to remember we were name dropped by the Shakhtar Don not too long ago us and City Newcastle and PSG have all monitored the 21 year old in the Champions League group stages Mudrick stood out as one of the tournament's breakout players scoring home and away against Celtic respectfully to Celtic Champions League you can only score against Scoring once and creating two against Leipzig. He had a good game there and he generally did all right against Real Madrid. The club chief executive said that Mudrick's ceiling is so high that he's only hit 60% of his potential so far. I mean, he's 21. You'd expect that. And he once previously said that he's only behind Rafael Leal, 
Vinicius Jr. and Neymar. They want the Pepe, man. I can't begrudge them. If I was in their position, bro, you can go Germany, England, whatever you want. Put the peas down, really. But anyways, apparently, the Athletic Spain an exclusive all access brother what has been said like stop promoting this podcasting anyways apparently their director of football said if someone wants to buy Madrid then they must pay huge 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 money that tells you everything otherwise the president of the club will not sell him all the clubs must respect the president respect Shakhtar and in the end they must respect Madrid who's one of the best players I saw the price is so big uh, Sarna said he rates Mudrik as among the best young talents in his position and again he's only behind Mbappe and Vinicius uh, the club's director mentioned the 100 million price tag in one recent interview and the Athletic asked Sarna whether this was a sincere view of the club to justify the asking price maybe they're pricing him out at this moment in time because it's not the time really to talk about transfers um, and things like that but when you consider Villa made 100 million on Grealish Anthony was sold for 70 odd million as was Jaden's was 78 he's Jaden Sancho as well I can't begrudge them for wanting to do this but yeah the market is deciding the price not me Anthony Grealish they are players for more than 100 million euros and for me Mudrik does not have less quality than them I mean when you own an item and someone wants to buy it you know you're going to put more value on it really it's like somebody wanting to buy a house or if you're a business you might value it higher really like all clubs and I don't think they're stupid. The 100 million, you know, I don't think it's going to quite get there. Mudrik does not have less quality than them. This is the last two transfers in the past year in more or less the same position. Sancho from Dortmund. We just want respect. The market is deciding the price, not me. It shows which kind of players cost the, the cost this kind of money. Then they went on to say, always it's a permanent process. Every week some club appears and starts to feel we are 50 million and give me Mudrik. They understand the story behind him and they understand that he's quite an expensive player, but they start to feel our club, what our strategy is and what we should do. In any case, time will uh, time will arrive. Definitely it will arrive a big club and give us 100 million euros. Mudrik is a talent in a process. And in today's day and age, everyone's buying for potential, never what they actually are, as you've seen with numerous. What he's showing today is just 60% of what he can do in the future. And when you multiply this, you realise that he costs much, much more. Therefore, I believe that in the future, he could definitely cost around 100 million. Maybe the next club he moves to when he gets a transfer from there. But apparently he said it's five or six clubs in the world. But sometimes even some Premier League clubs can surprise you, not just the normal top six clubs. As you know, apparently Mudrik made it clear earlier this week that he'd rather join a team in the future where he would play instead of being a, a squad player. We did cover this yesterday. Smash the like button, people. From purely a theoretical fantasy perspective, if there was an option of being a bench player for Real Madrid or a starter for Arsenal, I'd probably choose Arsenal. Well, obviously, you're going to be playing, you know, you're going to play more, isn't it? If you was the finished arc as a player and, you know, got to be 100% of your player, not 60% here of what you could be, then you'd, you'd have a decision to make. But first, I'd want to know from the head coach that I'd receive a chance. And that's nothing new, really. Everyone would want to know how they phase into it. Mudrik has said, I follow Arsenal closely. They're a very dynamic side. This was from yesterday. But recapping, he did an interview with Zinchenko's wife. So maybe the Zinchenko's are giving Edu a run for his money where this transfer thing is concerned. I follow Arsenal closely. They're a very dynamic side. One surprise for me was how many Arsenal fans followed me. No other club's fans have interacted as much as them. Fans can do that as much. You can talk in interviews. It's down for us to put the money and find an agreement. They always tell me, come to us. And then we've already seen this this thing about chances and things like that, people. So, yeah, man. I don't know about best content creator, but I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And it seems like you lot are very opinionated. If he loves Arsenal so much, why talk to Man United? I mean, that's not... 
okay, I'll leave you to draw your own conclusion. Like, that's kind of not how life works, you know, really. But fair enough, my guy. And he's never said, he, he just, all he said is, I have admiration for Arsenal, you know, really, like naturally. But man will go to the best club with the best project and all them. Completely unrelated, but Juventus are planning to play a friendly against Arsenal and Barcelona. And apparently we're playing Barca, so we could end up playing Barcelona, Juventus, I believe AC Milan, Liverpool. And I believe what keep ticking over people. So yeah, it is what it is. Chat to the next set, 88 million price tag for Arsenal, City and Newcastle target. Um, so we've kind of seen this, and as you can see, various price tags are, are, you know, are being floated. People, so yeah, apparently they've told them they'll need to cough up nearly ninety million, and you know, for the clubs that want to buy him, they'll have to probably pay a bit more. And I think Shakhtar will have to rein it in a bit, and you know, probably not going to get a hundred. Maybe there'll be a lot of bonuses and incentives and sell-on fees and stuff, but they'd have to be a bit sensible in that regards. People, he's got he's contributed to eleven goals in ten games. People, and has had five contributions from six Champions League games. Man, I do think he's a decent player. Mudrick previously said, "I think every player dreams about the Premier League. It's hard to." very good coach I like the way they play when asked whether he would like to make the move to the Emirates from my side I can't say no to Arsenal but the transfer is not only my decision now some of you are going to get excited about I can't say no to um, Arsenal and you're not wrong but it's not his decision like that obviously it is but the clubs have to find an agreement like he can want as an Arsenal move as much as he wants but yeah it is what it is he likes the club and the project. The transfer guru, Fabrizio Romano, I believe, has offered his own uh, uh, sense on this. Um, Mudrik has addressed links with Arsenal publicly and has been highly complimentary of Mikel Arteta's side. From what I'm told, Mudrik has always been happy about Arsenal's interest, both now and also back in August. He likes the club and the project, and for sure, Arsenal are in the race alongside three or four more clubs, but it's about reaching an agreement with Shakhtar the next. They want more than 65 million for Mudrik, says it there, people. And I think his agent has been speaking. Mudrik's agent, Mudrik does not read the internet. He is completely focused on football, as he should. That's what he's paying you for. But it's a bit hypocritical because, he's, you know, we've all seen him liking things on Instagram. We've all seen him talk about the fans. So how much can you really say that, really? You know, interviews with Ben Jacobs, Zinchenko's wife, hopefully Zinchenko, fellow Ukrainian, is doing a thing for us people. But his agent has been speaking. For six months now, there has been information boom around, again, Google Translate, boom around Mudrik, and every day it becomes stronger and stronger. It sounds like huge sums. Barcelona, I haven't seen Barcelona, Chelsea, Man City, Arsenal, can you clarify? I've been Mudrik's agent for many years. We are in touch with him every day. I also often communicate with the club general director of Shakhtar. Yes, indeed, many clubs are interested in Mudrik, as they should. You know, a young player with scope to be better. Everybody's watching everyone. I don't mean everybody's moving for guys, but everyone, you know, scouts are keeping up to knowledge. You know, you never know. I could be at a club. I could be like, there could be Arsenal who evidently need a winger. I could be City where I might not need a winger. But let's just say tomorrow, Bernardo Silva, who can play everywhere, can play out wide, goes to Barca. You know, that's what he's been linked with. If I'm City in this example, I might sit there and go, well, you know, scouts, he's leaving. We're going to need another winger in. What, what players on the list have you got? Joe Bloggs, Mudrick, this, that and the other. And then you you will be done. Link with this guy, etc. But it is what it is, people. 
Yes, indeed, many clubs are interested in Mudrik, but at the moment, there are no specifics. As far as I know, Shakhtar is not officially conducting any negotiations. And all these sky-high numbers that appear on the internet are someone's wild imagination or just speculation. Mudrik is a great professional. He does not read the internet so as not to be distracted by any nonsense. He's completely focused on football. If there was an opportunity to train 24 hours a day, he would train 24 hours a day. Small cap, but I like it. Good agent. Yes, definitely. When asked if there's smoke without fire, yes, definitely. But that was in the summer transfer window. Many clubs showed an interest in the player. Was he offered anything? Mudrik was offered a large personal contract. So, again, they spoke to his advisors. They told him what sort of contract you'd get. But was there any official bids placed to Shakhtar? That's the key, you know. Again, that's a very common fee. If I want to sign a player, if a club wants to sign a player, they'll reach out via middlemen or to the agents, you know, sell the project gauge the willingness of the player, try and see a rough blueprint as to what they would want in terms of length of contract, bonuses, salary, etc. See if there can be a rough agreement and then place a bid like you see Arsenal do. Um, yes, definitely. But that was in the summer transfer window. Many clubs showed an interest in the player. Mudrik was offered a large personal contract and the club received several official offers which were rejected by Shakhtar. And then he said, when asked, which clubs did you receive offers from? On my part, it, smash the like button, people, it, and make sure you're subscribing. On my part, it would be incorrect to name Sam's clubs. This is all in the past, so he ain't snitching. Tell me at least one of these clubs from the top championships. He said, so. And then he said, how did the player react? Don't, don't you see yourself how he reacted with his performances in the Champions League and the Championship of Ukraine? Uh, Mudrik has a contract with Shakhtar. He works hard in training and gives his all in these games. I think that he made a big contribution to the team's successful performance, both in the Championship and in the Champions League. When asked if Shakhtar offered him a new deal, pardon me, there are no official offers from Shakhtar. Mudrik has a long-term contract with the club. Uh, he is young and a very ambitious guy. It can be seen with the naked eye that he outgrew the Championship of Ukraine a long time ago and he's ready to perform at a more serious level. He needs to progress. So what does that tell you? I need to go to one of the top five leagues. Of course, he dreams of moving to a big club with his performances in the Champions League. He has proved that he is ready to play at the highest level. If I'm Chelsea, I'm getting Shevchenko. Not that he had the best times at Chelsea to have a word with his fellow Ukrainian. And in my opinion, now is the best time for it. I think everyone will benefit from this and Shakhtar and the national team and the player himself. Obviously, the player will improve playing with better players in a more competitive league and a higher standard of football. Shakhtar will get good money. Obviously, as I said, you know, He's going to be in a more competitive league. He's going to make him a better player for club and country. Um, so, yeah, people. But again, Mudrik has a long-term contract with Shakhtar. He is fully focused on the remaining championship games. And whether Mudrik will go or not, I'm not ready to answer. Everything will depend on the management of Shakhtar. Experienced manager, um, uh, agent, sorry, keeping his clock cards very close to his chest. Rightly so, people. Off-topic, people. Bit upsetting for me, but, you know, I know we're not getting Badassia back. But apparently he's in line for a new contract, people, which will triple his salary. But it's not over to the fat lady sings, man. I think he'd be perfect for a return to Arsenal. But that one there bites the dust. I think we've seen that we kind of covered this already, people. These are the same sort of comments. But once again, I've been Mudrick's agent for many years. Every day we're in touch. I often, I always, also often communicate with Shakhtar CEO. Yes, indeed, many clubs are showing an interest in Mudrick, but at the moment there's no specifics. As far as I know, Shakhtar is not officially conducting any negotiations. All these sky-high figures that appear on the internet are someone's wild fantasy or just an assumption. He's a great professional. He does not read the internet so as to not be distracted by all sorts of nonsense. He's completely focused on football. It, if it was possible to train 24 hours a day, he would train 24 hours a day. Is there anything else here? Don't think there's anything new under the sun here. We've kind of covered them ones there, people. 
and yeah, shout out Arsenal buds. We kind of went over that already. So yeah, I don't think we've missed anything. Eddie and Ketty have got a hero's welcome when he went on holiday to Ghana recently in his days off. Imagine the welcome you'd get if you bloody picked them and you'd be off to the World Cup, potentially Hudson and Doe as well. If I, I don't know about him. Once again, we've been linked, as you can see here, with Marcus Turam in line with his contract running out. Don't know the credibility or the feasibility of such. Arsenal, Chelsea and West Ham in the picture for signing 35 for signing 35 million euro fee club says he's not ruling out transfer Noah Okafor I mean if we've done our due diligence then why not but I'm not convinced in the 22 year old Swiss international but three London clubs as well as Leeds and AC Milan are into him in for him it's claimed the three London clubs have asked for information about the striker it's not made clear whether the English trio asks the players camp or his employers you know Arsenal Chelsea and West Ham are all in the mix to sign him and they're willing to part for 35 million euros I mean, he could be good for the squad. You know, is he a better striker at this moment than Balogun and Eddie and Ketter? Probably, so why not? And he's got resale value. But even with having 10 goals and two assists, and again, I'm not watching him religiously. I've just never been convinced. But it is what it is regarding that, folks. Um, really and truly, to be honest with you. Congratulations to Xhaka. You know, he's got successive Player of the Month awards. Shout out to Granite on, on that one. Uh, what's being said here? Arteta could build something great at Arsenal. I don't doubt that for a sec. Um, big up him. Arsenal risk losing Charlie Patino to Barca with contract situation yet to be resolved. And you'd imagine once we deal with Saliba, Martinelli and Saka, Patino, who's doing well at Blackpool, will be next in line for a new deal. And we've seen these Barcelona links already, but he'd probably be further away from their first team than with us. But other clubs could offer him something. You know, you've got an Egyptian international now and at least here for another season. Granite Xhaka, you're not playing ahead of him unless something dramatically happens. You're a different player to Partey. And then guys that can play in them roles, you've got Smith Rowe, you've got Odegaard, you've got Zinchenko, you've got probably someone I'm missing out. You've got Lokonga who's ahead of him. Big competition happens at all clubs, but I do think there's a lot. I don't think many of these young players are going to make it at Arsenal. I'll be real with you, but I think Charlie has a fantastic chance and a fighting chance. And I'll be very upset if he does leave and very upset if he doesn't sign a new deal. But we need to slow cook the young man. You know, this is his first loan, having a good spell at Blackpool, building on experience. I know in today's day and age, if you're someone that people talk so won the Tour de France by 18, you're overrated and the rest of it. But big up, Charlie, keep doing what you're doing. I couldn't begrudge you. He's got Spanish blood. Psh learning from Xavi, from Busquets and them and them kind of men there be lit, but I don't really buy Doubts to watch Brazilian midfielder. Never heard of this uh, Mar Marcio guy, but he's Brazilian. I'm for it. Apparently, Arsenal and Real Madrid have sent scouts up to, to look at the 21-year-old. No clue on what sort of centre mid or midfielder he is, but he's Brazilian. That's enough for me, people. But apparently, we have centred our recruitment around young and upcoming talents. And with Edu and all the South American influx, do the thing. Know nothing about this guy, but it says he's predominantly an attacking midfielder capable of playing out wide. Okay. His versatility and technical ability at the age of 21 makes him an attractive prospect for clubs around Europe. So, yeah, man. But just because we're sending scouts don't mean we're moving for him. It just means probably we're, we're trying to learn about the guy. So, I'm not too sure on that. Real Madrid have been linked. Real Madrid and Barca. But this report says Real Madrid have been linked with Telemans as a Bellingham backup people. And he would be a free transfer. So it is what it is, man. That's, you know, probably the one name we've seen, prob not so much in recent weeks, but seen a lot more than Mudrick, really. Arsenal and Man United in Milan Skriniar transfer hunt as Mikel Arteta looks to add into Milan star for Prem title fight. They're going to sell him in Jan? I mean, his contract is running down. 
And I can't sing the 27-year-old's praises enough. He'd be our best centre-back. He'd take it up a level. He's experienced. He's been there, done it, wore the T-shirt. Would love it. Would love it. You know, again, I want a winger and a midfielder in Jan. But if you offered me Skriniar and a centre-mid, I'll put the wing shouts to bed for, for at least until the summer. I don't buy it. But it is what it is. He has failed to agree new terms with Inter Milan. And as you can see here, there was a self-imposed deadline of November the 13th. And he's been linked with everybody, people. Every single one of the big six are said to be in contact with Skriniar's agent. Rightly so to see it. But at the same time, that could be put in. If, if you're his agent, you're sitting there going, boy, you lot need to get a move on because PSG tried to buy him in the summer. We've got the English clubs that could probably all offer him more better wages and a new experience more than you. You need to put the money to bed. So again, it's it's, it's paper talk. It's a bit crazy. There, you know, I do think it's quite equal. I think Arsenal, United, Chelsea, Spurs, unfortunately, and everyone else could offer him something. Sorry for drills and people. Raw Carew's jailed for fourteen months after pleading guilty to, to fraud charges. Crazy. I think it was got to be in line with tax evasion, but that's crazy. Ain't seen that guy's name for a minute. Uh, so yeah, that's that. Once again, Telemans has been linked with another Spanish club, Barca, like Telemans, but there's competition. Barca. In the upcoming transfer markets, apparently they like Ruben Neves, another player I'd like. Telemans, he could come come here if he wants. Uh, and the Sociedad guy, you know, Sibi Mendy, I can't say his name, but he's not the most biggest and, and, and whatnot of midfielders, but he's quite tidy. Um, yeah, everyone's going to be interested in Telemans, especially when he's playing like that. And Mikel Arteta is a big fan of his, allegedly. So, yeah, hopefully that could be done um, if possible. But I can't really see that. Is there anything new here? What's going on here? Anything that's not Modric, lie to us, man. Say Lionel Messi wants to join us or something, man. Something new, man. I'm tired of hearing about it now. Uh, completely off topic, but Smith Rowe targets Arsenal return in January ahead of training camp trip. Needed. Need him. Like a new signing. We need the super sub Smith Rowe that scores goals off the bench. We need that guy to put pressure in the eight row, long term, the 10 row, and on the flanks, man. And hopefully him and, you know, I'd say him, Tierney, Fabio Vieira, everyone who's had a bit of a stop start start to this first half of the season, hopefully they can be like new signings, word to Arsene Wenger. But at the same time, we do actually need new signings. Um, and obviously, probably even if Smith Rowe was fit and firing, he probably wouldn't have made the England squad. But you never know. Look how Martinelli forced his way in the World Cup squad. And, it's upsetting, man. I would have loved for him to have went. But yeah, apparently he had surgery in September. He visited a specialist and it was discovered the issue with it was with a tendon in his groin, which was repaired during surgery. So hopefully the 22-year-old is able to come back with no complications, people. So yeah, he's targeting returning next month. Obviously not going to be fully fit, but our bench isn't the strongest, even though we're getting scored. Really and truly. So yeah, we've been linked with my man. That's, that's that where Smith Rowe is. What's this? Oh, this is in relation to Okafor again. So, yeah, we've already seen that, people. So, I do believe with that, that seems to be any sort of tran any sort of transfer news that there actually was, people. So, yeah, there it is. Smash the like button if you haven't already, people. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. For my football manager heads, we're playing at 4.30. That will be on Twitch and YouTube ones. I do need to get on the case of uploading them. Devil's advocate, good players have come out of Shakhtar, but 88 M's. I mean, bro, Shakhtar bring out wavy players, good Ukrainian internationals, you know, a lot of South American talents, you know, the Williams, the Freds, the Fernandinho's. Uh, have they still got Marcus Antonio? A lot, of, a lot of people make their first kind of steps there and then move on, really. So we'll have to see, man. Big up the Twitch gang as well, if I haven't said that already. Pete Frank Conquer allegedly is injured, injured, so it's crazy. 
If City in financial trouble, clubs may take advantage if they're forced to sell, bring Grealish to the carpet. I, they're in financial issues. They'll cook their books before that. And have you seen their owners? I don't think City will be in worries there. The man, they're backed by sovereign states. You can't go broke if you're on that. Big up, DJ. I've shouted you on the Big Six show a few times, my guy, from pigeons to levels. Appreciate that. We've got a long way to go. But yeah, man. Big up, stylish. Man said he's seen Mudrick making TikToks. Big up, man. Big up, man. Hope you're good. Watch the recording of yesterday's show. Always enjoyed the content, but max respect for your comments about people in glass houses. I'll read the Qatar thing. Respect for each other is only the starting point. Hope we get there one day. Well done for speaking out. Yes. All I can say is thank you. And, you know, it's not even a speaking out thing. It's just it's just what's right. you know. And I do think when it comes to the West, which I obviously live in, very good at, at throwing stones from glass houses and condemning what they feel is barbaric or, 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 or inhumane in other nations. And I'm not saying it is or isn't because everybody should be treated equally. But get your home house, home house in order. Really, watch your own pot of rice or yours is going to burn while you're watching someone else's rice and peas and that. It's crazy. But yeah, man, I'd love Manu Kone. I've, I've done a video on that. From Gladpack. Don't know much about Skriniar's game, honestly, but if he's good for DG, then I'll take his word for it unless proven otherwise. Listen, I'm just a football fan, but Skriniar's my guy is still. Marcus Antonio is at Lazio. No, I haven't kept up much of his progress, but like the player at Shakhtar. So, yeah, as I said, kind of, Ravi, you're on, you're on the right track in that couple man come to these. You know, not everyone is going to sign for the bigger clubs. That could be a first entry point into Europe. They play, they train, they develop, and they're sold on. You know, Mkhitaryan as well. I'm sure Mkhitaryan, I could be wrong, but Mkhitaryan's had an interesting career. Before he was a professional footballer, I'm, sh I'm sure he spent time in Brazil as well. Oh, how the hell do you spell Hendrik Mkhitaryan? Did you? Hendrik. Oi. Bro. Allow me, Google. Help me, man. Help me. Hey, Mkhitaryan, still kicking ball somehow, but yeah, one goal. Another signing that we got, we, we zanged ourselves for that should have never been brought to the carpet, really. But we did it. Uh, What's your life saying? You've had a very interesting career, Donny. Very interesting career, but not transfer mark. Obviously, you're from Armenia. Yeah, bro, he played in Russia. He's been in Brazil. He's done a mazza. But yeah, Shakhtar can be an entry point for some dons. And then obviously they sold him to Dortmund. DG, you're doing a watch a lot and catch some jokes seeing CR7, Savage United. Ah, uh, man, I'll react to it. But I'll be honest, I don't really care about this Cristiano Ronaldo news. I think he's writing a lot of the things he's saying. But you're just saying it because your butt hurt. You know, Piers Morgan is just a self-fulfilling vacuum. And, you know, he's breaking the internet. Gary Neville, completely different to Piers Morgan because... I just don't like Gary Neville for for how he just he's a he's an attention seeker. I think I've, I think Piers Morgan is a disgusting human being. He's a self fulfilling vacuum and more. And you know the only reason you got to remember the only reason Ronaldo is talking to him is because he knows he's gonna he's gonna you know he's gonna suck his ass. Pardon my language. Like that's the only reason. Like because you know you're gonna gas him really. Like I know you've all probably seen the segments on Talk Shite talking about how Ronaldo's a proven winner, won five Champions League. That's great, but it's irrelevant from the issues. You know, that's why he's gone on that. And you got to remember, Piers Morgan's got that reach. This is a man who's hacked a dead person's phone. This is a top-ranking journalist that's interviewed people on death row and that, in the grand scheme of things, who is Cristiano Ronaldo, sort of thing. You know, and he's interviewed presidents and that. So, 
it's just it's just it's just a mess really i don't think he's wrong in what he's saying about manchester united and that but it's you know it's just you got three kids that are crying about their toys being spat out and really and truly you know again even gary nev he's probably backed you since you've made your debut and that and the one time he, he critiques you you're onto him you know rio ferdinand defo very reluctant he's twerking for me he wants to stay in that whatsapp group chat so i just don't really care about it blood DG, who are the top five young players or players in general you're looking at during the World Cup? Honestly, I don't know, but I would say one is that I'm keen to see he plays for Australia. The black guy that um, I can't remember his name, but I think Newcastle have actually signed him. Um, keen to see what he's saying. So, yeah, man. Man made a statement saying I look better than Rooney. What a weird state. Insecure, bro. Rooney didn't even draw you out, bro. Rooney's smoking fags and, and, and drinking beer. Of course you're going to look better than him when you're doing liposuction and them buki surgeries that Nasri was doing in Miami. And that, of course you're going to look better than him. Do you want a statement for that? Like, obviously, all-inclusive platforms, people can like what they want, but it's, what is man trying to prove with that, really? Rooney kicked, stop kicking ball time ago. Big up you for that, like... Is where his man's just insecure, man. I don't. I did. My heart did bleed for Ronaldo when he spoke about obviously losing his child and things like that. And again, when he's speaking about Man United, the structure and all these things, he's not wrong. But when you separate the message from the messenger, and the message isn't necessarily wrong, why is he saying these sort of things? If he was playing week in week out, would he necessarily have done that interview? And I always say to people, since it's having this debate with my brethren, when was that recorded? Because you got to remember, man like Piers Morgan, these men are smart, you know. Like Ronaldo, you think Ronaldo woke up and said, I want to do an interview? Maybe, but this is Cristiano Ronaldo where he's a brand. He's got paid advisors and PR and all these things. It's very smart. Why didn't he do it two weeks ago? Because he's going to F off to go play for Portugal. It's very different if you've done it, I don't know, at the week before in the build-up to the Fulham game where you weren't in the squad, but you're going to have to rock into Car Carrington and see Ten Hag, see these guys. You've gone off for a month. You might, you're going to have to return at some point, but the dust will probably settle by then, man. I hate when Piers Morgan interrupts and interjects his own thoughts when someone is answering a question, catches everyone. And that's the reason why Piers Morgan, you have to kind of, if, if the interviews are in his house, you have to, if it was a house, you have to go into his house. You know, he's never going to go. This is why he's not going to go into certain domains because he's a bully. He's a bully. He's an insecure prick. Pardon my language. That is why he'll bring man on GMTV, start drawing them out. He'll do all of these things. And I was listening to a soundbite on Talk Shy and the, the open-mindedness this guy showed with Raheem Sterling. I wish you showed it to a lot of society, it's society issues, especially in relation to Raheem Sterling and other things in life. So, you know, this guy is very smart. That's why he doesn't go into other domains. That's why, and he's very smart with it. You know, I'm not here to big up Andrew Tate, but if you've seen that interview, Andrew Tate is skilled with how he talks. He can manoeuvre Piers Morgan. Whenever he tries to finesse someone like a Carla, he has to pattern up himself because he can't carry on a sort of certain sort of way. You know, these lot are, you got to remember, these are journalists. They're, they're, they're built to antagonise, you know. Like you said, he'll interject any conversation you've got, not let you rely, not make you make a point. He knows how to rile up the net. He genuinely doesn't care. Like, he probably doesn't even care about Cristiano Ronaldo's things. The fact of, I've got Cristiano Ronaldo in my phone book. I've got one of the biggest talking points at this moment in time. I'm Piers Morgan is what it is, you know, again. And I do think Gary Neville's a lot like Piers Morgan in a football sense. I don't think he's a disgusting human being, hypocrite, but yeah, I just think Piers Morgan's a scumbag in every sort of way, shape or form. And he's someone I would undoubtedly, I don't advocate violence, but I'd love to slide tackle you. Absolute Roy Keane Vieira settings. I'd love to clamp you, follow through and all sorts. But um, yeah, it is what it is, man, with that. So yeah, man, I don't know how we got there, but we did. CR7, let's make a timestamp for that. CR7 slash Piers Morgan. 
Morgan was Trump's best mate in recent in recent past days. Everything you need to know about the man. Ronaldo's too narcissistic. Wouldn't believe what he's saying. He added Glazer tax just to appease the fans. I mean, I don't think he was wrong. And obviously, to be honest, yeah, you're going to be narcissistic, bro. I'm, I'll be doing the same thing to it. Ronaldo, bro. You can't be playing man like a Langer over, man. You know, who is Ten Hag? But you're not wrong. I think Ronaldo just needs to see that you're still the guy. You're still Ronaldo, but you're not that guy anymore. Like, you, time catches up with everybody. DJ, I still think Kessier would be a smart buy if he was around 15 million euros. All depends on the wages, but we could do a lot worse. Um, great option if Partey wasn't available, then this would allow us to sign Telemans for free in the summer. I'll be here for it. I doubt we'll get Mudrick because of the price. He isn't the finished article. I hear that. No chance he's not worth 100 million. Ronaldo to PSG, who says no? Probably PSG. <laughs> Kylian Mbappe, you got Neymar and Messi, bro. Ronaldo's going to flop your tick. You know, you're not going to get to play up front with Ronaldo there. Get Gakpo and De Jong. Easier said than done. But why not, man? 100 million on your bike, mate. If so, if so, at least should come with a condition of 20 goals a season, if not 50, mil 50 million back. <laughs> I think we need a target, man. I think we could go all out for Mudrick. I would try Martinelli up top, especially with Smith Rowe coming back. I'm for that, but uh, Martinelli would probably have to kind of copy Jesus' game, which I think in a way he could and would need to improve with his back to goal, really. But I'm all for Project Martinelli being able to be able to play through the middle, the left and the right. I do agree with you that, pardon me, I would like a striker with a different profile to Eddie and Ketia and Jesus, maybe a target man, especially we can just knock the balls into his chest. He can get us some fouls and things like that. It'd be decent, man. I mean, respect doesn't include top of supporters. <laughs> I hear it, man. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. So then, so what then, DG? The Arsenal hierarchy blagging us again? I don't. I don't know, man. We're just gonna have to see, bro. Like we're just gonna have to see, man. I know you're a very harsh critic of the hierarchy. Hopefully, they can prove you wrong in January and benefit us by signing some players to give us a push, really and truly. But we'll never know. You know, it's always. Arsenal rumours always work out this way. Like, we're linked with bare wingers as we have been. And then there's always one that kind of becomes the storyline guy. We've been here with Rafinha. We've been here with Pedro Neto. Not quite a winger, but daily Vlahovic, daily Dusan. Remember, some of you were here. We was, every day there was something to say about Vlahovic. You know, and Mudrik's that guy. And then maybe we get him, maybe we don't, really. So if he signs, well, great play. Go for him as much as you want. Do everything you can to sign this guy. But fundamentally, all I care about is if it doesn't work out, can you sign someone else? Is there alternatives? And to be fair with you, different players, but we've been linked with Fogando Torres, Mudrip, a couple of other guys. So there's got to be alternatives, man. 60 million top. Man said finest of Kelly. They want that Pepe money. I can't blame them, man. You know, you're only going to finesse people you feel you can finesse, isn't it? Ferran Torres, the young Kessier, we might have to do a get back on Barca for past times. Dream chasing, bringing in all of them. But why not, man? Coming up, bro, but I hear that. I don't know why. You're... Oh, here it is. Imagine we had Giroud now. It'd be decent. Martinelli definitely going to become a striker. CR7 settings. Going to need a lot to do to get there. That Fulham done, Paulinho looks decent, man. The Portuguese done. If Fulham went down, which I don't think they will, you know, it might be cut price there. Deluded Arsenal needs to sign a midfielder because Garner's AFCON qualifiers are the 15th, 19th and 23rd of January and the 28th of March. Bloody hell, call me. Bloody hell. 
What's going on there? Like, Ghana competing at a World Cup, getting the qualifiers on already. I mean, is that international break around them times? Or is it, it's got to be, man. It's not got to be like the official AFCON tournament where guys are just passing out. But I do agree. No party. There's no party. There's no party, like, really and truly. We do need more. Rooney is more of a legend than Ronaldo anyway for United, but debatable. Ah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're always Cristiano Ronaldo, you know. Rooney's a legend, but it's, it's Ronaldo. I guess you'd have to take that with Man United fans, really. And what I would say is a lot of these footballers, like, I've always found loyalty subjective, you know. Some of you that are old enough to remember and you're older than 27 years of age, you know, Patrick Vieira was always trying to, you know, always linked with Real Madrid and things like that. Rooney tried to sign for City and Chelsea. Gerard tried to sign for Chelsea. Ronaldo tried to go Man United, go to Real Madrid at least two years before that move, really. You know, it happens. We've got to remember... Unless you've come through the academy or born close to the stadium, like it's a relationship of convenience, really. You can come to love your current employers and the job you're at, but you didn't grow up wanting to play there, sort of thing. Even that, you know, Grealish, boyhood Villa fan, come through there, living the dream, playing playing week in, week out for them. But the law of City, Pep Guardiola, you got decisions to make. And that's why when I, when I hear Smith, Rose, Saka, Martinelli, all these guys, are, oh, Arsenal for life and these things, it gasses me. But it's easy to say that when you're trying to develop as a talent and, we're given a platform for that. When you've kind of honed in on your craft and, you know, you're in your mid-20s, if, if Arsenal are doing one thing and other clubs are offering you else things, you've got a decision to make. This is the nature of the business. This is why, for me, I'm so keen to tie these guys down because, by all means, let's accomplish things together. Let's build some memories. Let's create some moments. Let's get this club back to where it needs to get to. But everyone's got a price. If there's a Philip, Philip Coutinho offer for Martinelli and these guys, you might have to say, you know what, keep it moving reinvest and then you know you don't know where i'm going with that so it's an interesting one yeah i don't know Rooney or Ren I, i'm not a united fan i'd say ronaldo it's, it's cristiano ronaldo fam it's cristiano rooney's a legend bro from 16 years of age you know can't belittle his thing you know one thing i did like about rooney a bit like benzema at real madrid is he adapted his game quite a lot for a lot of the stars that were there but it's ronaldo bro it's, it's, it's ronaldo ronaldo even i know it's it's, it's rubbed but he even came back Got the 100 club thing and then maybe he's cutting out now, really. Yeah, man, that's for United fans to, to answer, really. Let's call it that. Plus, we really need competition and, and supplement for Saka, not Martinelli. But hey, you know, they're at the pinnacle, you know. They're at the pinnacle. If you're wearing the number seven for Arsenal or the 10 or whatever Martinelli's wearing and with the number, he'll get upgraded too soon. There's always going to be competition, but better players makes you play better. And ultimately, as much as I love these young players and you need to get the balance right, I don't really care if they're playing or not. I just want the best players playing the strongest potential team because that'll make us the best team. You know, we need depth. You know, City always bringing in midfielders and, and wingers and that. And they're not crying. So it is where it is, man. Bring them in. His comments about us annoyed me, but I'm still taking Tony if we can afford him. The game's the game, man. Tony's on anything, bro. Man saw a bit of Narnia and started saying, fuck Brentford. So maybe that's the mentality we need, man. I'm having Tony in the squad. But again, Brentford going to price him out of stuff, man. Inevitability. Same as Calvin Phillips at Leeds. That's why I can't hold an attachment to players. Exactly. Even Phil Foden stopped putting he has to come through City. But if City were... The city they used to be prior to the oil influx and things, where he might say, Yo, I have to cut out. 
these are the things that happen. And I don't begrudge them because you can come through an academy at 16 years of age, become the become the you know the, the captain and all of these things. And when you're in your mid to early 20s, peak of your powers, that's great. But one day you're gonna be 33, 34, 35. Time catches up with everyone. All you're gonna get is a little testimonial. Uh, thank you for the service, and that's done. Really. How much would you pay for Tony? In an ideal world, 35, 40, they probably want 50. You know, it's not the worst of fees, but, you know, does Tony make us a better, you know, is he better than Jesus in that role or does he supplement? You know, could you go and source that Ivan Tony from elsewhere and the skill set he has respectfully to Tony? I don't know. Man said, Mudrick, how much myth? Players will come and go and, yeah, I hear you. It's inevitable, bro. It happens, bro. Like, Arteta, like, bro, if he gets Arsenal to where they need to be, he might say, listen, I'm a Spaniard. Barca, these clubs are asking for me. Keep it moving. Like, it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. This is a business fundamentally. I know football is very romantic and it captures our imaginations, but there's an element like life. Life is romantic, but there's an element of life that is just cutthroat. And that's the reality, you know. As I gave the example earlier about being in your early 20s, you're in a position of power because you're in your peak powers. And the same way you don't owe anything to the club or a club, if you say, listen, I want to try something else. The club don't owe anything to you just because you might have turned down bigger clubs in your mid and early 20s, stayed until you're 30 odd. And then you might want a two year contract. The club says, I only want to give you one. You try and say, remember them years. That's great. And morally, they should give you that. But the game's the game and it's business. And these are ruthless duns. Like a lot of these guys, the higher ups at the club that ultimately run the club, they just see numbers. There's no emotion. Yeah, the managers and technical directors and all these things will see that. But there's an element of ruthlessness. And to a degree, you need that in business. If you're too cutthroat, you're going to be in problems. If you're too emotional, you're going to be in problems. Twitch gang, don't forget to check the schedule to know when DG will next be live. Please make sure Twitch runs. You're checking that, especially during the World Cup as well. Make sure you're following an Apple Music and Spotify as well. And for extra content, make sure you're doing up Twitch. Big up the Nightbot, man. Big up the Nightbot. So, yeah, man, it's facts. 130 likes. Let's keep it moving. Edu needs to bring in Endrick quick. If he's being, if he's to be pushing weight in the Brazilian market, we can't allow other clubs to get him. It's true, but can you see us paying 40, 50, 60 million for a seven, 16, 17-year-old who can't move until he's 18? Have we got them deep pockets? I know our owner does, but you know, got Walmart on his, you know, on his fam on his family asset. But I can't really see it, man. You know, it, I hope he goes Real Madrid. If he goes Chelsea, I'll have to. We're gonna have to start agendas. There's got to be a reason Brazil. You know, all the Brazilian young talents, Vinicius, Rodrigo. There's got to be a reason Madrid never took him. We're gonna have to unfortunately start agendas. But I think he's the truth still. Young man, let him develop. And what Ronaldo case? I ain't a lawyer. Players should be loyal to them and clubs should do well for them. Business is business. I don't, unpopular opinion. I don't think there should be any law. There, there has to be a, some sort of loyalty, but no one owes anyone anything in the same way that, you know, man, I'm fucking with Arteta right now because he's doing what he needs to do. If he's not doing what he needs to do, it's Arteta out, like, or, or these players out, you know? You don't love Saka because he's a nice play, he's a nice guy. That's a bonus. You love him because he's a bloody good footballer and he came through our academy. But the minute that doesn't happen, it's business. The only thing I care about is my football club. Don't get it twisted. I love these young players and things, but that is the only thing I'm... Because uh, we're in a relationship that's never going to end. You know, the players are going to come and go. And I couldn't regret Shaka if he sat there and said, boy, you know what? I do want to sign a new deal. But when I'm off in England, I'm asking what the Champions League's like, what it's like challenging for the Prem with, with all these City players and that. I want to go and try something else. 
who are the dark horses for the World Cup? Not a clue, but I'm starting to believe Uruguay just because they got that mentality. Yeah, I don't know about Ronaldo. And if Ronaldo didn't congratulate Benzema, nobody owes any anybody anything. But at the same time, ain't I don't know about close friends, but that's a that's a that's a former teammate of yours. You would have thought, you know, say well go on, but it is well it is, man. But watch out for them kind of friends in life. I would say, but who knows, man? In the grand scheme of things, honest, honestly, who cares? Like, honestly, respectfully, like, who give who gives some monkeys, really and truly? Cedric's giving an interview on Arsenal.com. And we could go over it. Apparently, Michael Oliver has apologised personally to Jurgen Klopp for the incorrect decisions made in Liverpool's 3-2 defeat to Arsenal, which Klopp accepted. The two have a good relationship behind the scenes. Well, they're going to get some decisions. I mean, we've been shagged. We've benefited. And it's going to keep happening to other clubs, isn't it? This is why I like to try and control the variables on a pitch we can, isn't it? Man can't be relying on these refs to just make things up. I mean, Benzema didn't even feel sorry when Ronaldo's son died. Why would Ronaldo congratulate him? Respectfully, how do you know that? I mean, as some, as Benzema with children, so as a man with children, clearly, any if you don't even have to have kids, his heart is gonna be bleeding. You like, unless you've unless you've got unless you've got their phone calls. I don't know that don't really mean anything. I think that's a bit idiotic. If I'm completely honest with you, you know, you're getting two and two and getting five. We don't know. You know, are you in a WhatsApp group with them? Come on now, man. Man said, go for Liverpool, Arsenal free, Liverpool free. <laughs> oh, man. Dino, I mean, this guy, boy, you just, you just, you're very harsh. But big up to you. Big up all the YouTube members. I could come through the academy from under nines to first team and come tell me about loyalty. If Real Madrid comes slapping 300k a week for me, man can't romanticise these players too much. This is footy, kids. You ain't never told a lie there, man. And that's the cold, harsh reality, bro. That is, that is it. Henri came to love this club, but... During the, you know, what, 06, 07, it became clear that I want to go one way. My time's running out as a footballer. I want to go one way. Arsenal's going another way. He did, I mean, he did come back, but it is what it is. It's football, man. Just like in life, man. No one, unfortunately, the harsh reality, the most beautiful thing about life is life, but no one owes you much, man. It's quite... It's an ugly game, but it's beautiful, as Morrison says, man. Love for the super chat, my guy. 100 M's. I don't think anyone and their nan believes it, but nonetheless, that's what they've said. Do you think Arsenal are now seen as title contenders? Define title contending for me. I don't know. You'd have to check the league table, but define title contending. In many ways, just fighting on the training ground to be better than you've been yesterday is, is contending for things. I don't know what a I, I don't know how to answer that question, J Jason. That's a very simple but yet very complex question. So I don't think it's one that I'm qualified to answer. But as long as Arsenal keep working hard in May, we might have something positive to sort out to, to, to celebrate. Hopefully it's more than Champions League. For me, it has to be Champions League minimum. But I don't really understand the question about Arsenal being title contenders. We're in the mix. I'd Con's answer that then, man. I, I can't answer it, bro, because I don't I don't know. I think it's way too complex for me personally to answer. How do I do this? Like, no days off, my guy. No days off. 
And it's only because of you lot, man. Big up the Twitch ones and the YouTube ones, man. It's a pleasure to be here day in, day out, week in, week out with you lot, folk. After the World Cup, the world will be against Arsenal. Pull out all resources to try and stop us. Just got to keep doing our thing and get through. Man said, you're a better man than me, DG. I would have just said. <laughs> oh, man. Man lived through the Leicester era, bro. It's crazy, man. The problem with social media, people being too judgmental, how I, Ari, Ronaldo and Benzema relate to each other. Bro, man don't know anything. How the man know? Like, obviously Benzema come out and said it, but like, I think the problem with social media in life, too many people are invested in what the hell other people are doing. I'm not saying anyone that starts the question, but, you know, empty barrels make the most noise. And I just think social media, the, the benefit of it is celebs and footballers were, were ever closer, but there's an over-familiarity. And I, I do think it's unhealthy how much people are so invested in life of ultimately people they don't know to the point where, Big up my guy, but he, he's talking about Ronaldo didn't even feel safe for him for his, his young child dying. How do you know that? And that's a disgusting and strong accusation to make on someone based on the net. But psh, people do their thing, innit? So many games left, man. Maybe when there's 37 games left, maybe. But listen, we need to walk before we can run. We've done so well to get to this point, but it's the halfway point. Wait till Modric goes through a rough patch of form. That price tag will fall right down. Let's get the likes up to 200 now, people. Shout South London's finest for that one. Should we see what Cedric has said, people? There ain't much to say other than that. But should we see what Cedric... Cedric's giving an interview on Arsenal.com. But yeah, keep your opinions going. Trust me... Oh, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. You're moving mad. Cedric Suarez's family has always had a huge influence on his career. I can't lie. Would he say, yes, I always speak to my agents about this. When I first arrived in the UK with Southampton, my father said I'd play for Arsenal. We came to watch a game here at the Emirates, the three of us. My father turned to my agent and said, this is the place where you need to bring my son. Maybe this is why he's not trying to bust out. This was back in 2015. My father now tells me that I'm playing for the club that I wanted to be at. It's actually crazy. And it's true. When I left Southampton, there were two big teams interested in me. <coughs> when he signed for them. And one of them was Arsenal, the other one. It was an easy decision to make because that had been in my mind. He said, no, I didn't even tell him first. It wasn't It wasn't until I knew the move was serious that I called to tell him. I didn't want to excite him too early in case there was a chance it might not happen. So I didn't tell him anything at first. I didn't want there to be a disappointment if I didn't move. So I waited and I called him, tell him telling him there was a meeting and they are interested. My dad was super happy and my mum too. My brother supported me too. They're all super proud and still are. They have been a great part of the journey. Amen, man. You know, amen. Yes, me and my brother always played football. We were born with it. I think it's it's not something I ever had to push. It was natural, always just there. And we were competing together all the time. We were playing one against one, shooting wherever we, we were. He's older than me. So I always wanted to get up to that level from a very young age. We were always very competitive with each other. And our father also played football. So he encouraged us and played with us. It was very nice. It's great stuff. And we've all got one of these stories. I mean, he's spoken on his parents criticising him on his journey and giving him constructive criticism. I mean, it's bare family stuff. Big up, big up to you lot. You know, unfortunately, he lost his grandfather. Big up him and he comes from humble beginnings. Papa John's trophy tie against Stevenage confirmed for under-21s people. Seven Gunners in international action this week. Apparently, on Thursday... 
Partey and Xhaka, who are teammates and midfield partners, you know, will face off against each other. Switzerland will face Ghana in a warm-up in Abu Dhabi. Um, so, yeah, and then obviously it's Portugal-Ghana and then it's Granite versus Cameroon where the World Cup's concerned. Apparently, Tomiyasu will be in action for Japan as they play Canada. Tierney will be looking to add to his 34 caps when Scotland travel to Turkey. Kyle Hine, you know, hopefully he can catch a ball in that game, you know, will be in action for Estonia. Odegaard will also be involved in um, for Norway and a pair of friendlies people. And Fabio Vieira is with the under-21s. I think a bit deep. I think Tavares is also there as well. I mean, that's a bit naive to assume just because you've got a father at home that there was no struggle. That's Can we refrain from idiotic comments? It don't make sense. Cedric, big up yourself, but time for you to move on in Jan. We're trying to up the levels, big man. It's true, man. Yeah, he is, man. This is it is what it is. We definitely need quality in Jan. Understatement, man. Understatement. I think we're 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 all in agreement that if we can bring in some more quality to give us a push or to plug certain gaps in the team, then we're kind of laughing. But until then, anything is possible. Anything can happen. Why do I feel like I'm missing something now? Let me scroll up my archives. I do feel like I'm missing something now. Okay, let's click on that. Oh, no, we've already seen that. That's in relation to Telemans. Mm. Oh, no, I don't think I'm missing anything. I'm on the ball today. Should we see what Fabrizio Romano has tweeted? Let me see if there's anything. You know, Kylian Mbappe has been linked with Man United. I don't doubt that there's genuine interest, but, you know, a day after or two after days after Ronaldo's acting up, man, are getting linked with them. Like someone said, Hendrik is learning English. Barca have said they tried to sign Luis Diaz, but at the time they didn't have peas. Apparently, Eden Hazard has said, Madrid fans, I'm sorry, it's not easy. I don't play. I want to play more. I'm really sorry for what happened at Chelsea. Played 100 of games without injuries at Madrid. I have all of these injuries. It, I can't explain. And I think he went on to talk about how he won't leave in Jan, but in the summer, there is a decision to make. Rabio has said, it's true. I had the chance to try the Premier League experience, but staying at Juventus was the best choice. He's done quite well for Juventus at the moment. I don't think about the future. I'm not in a rush about my contract. And obviously, his contract is expiring in 2023. Barcelona's Jean Laporta said, according to La Liga's financial fair play, we can't sign players in Jan. We're trying our best to persuade La Liga to be more flexible. So, brown envelopes, money on the table. Hey, my daughter and your son go to the same private school. Help us out. Come on, man. It's all birds of the same feather. When you're politicians and you own big companies and that, they'll cap to us normal people in society. They'll get things done, man. You know, they'll cook their books. Allegedly, Nkonku will miss the World Cup due to injury. Apparently, Camavinga clamped him. Once again, Hazard said, I won't leave Real Madrid in January. Impossible. But it could be possible in the summer. It's up to the club. If they want me to leave, I will accept it. I'm still focused on Real Madrid. I want to play football at Real Madrid. He said, Chelsea, I was never close to returning or to leave Real Madrid in general. Chelsea have never called me. Why are there always Chelsea links? No idea, honestly. And apparently Barcelona are planning to give Dembele a new contract with his contract expiring in 2024. Didn't you just sign one? The Napoli, you know, the Georgian lad that, that plays for Napoli, Kavitsha Kavaraskila. Apparently they've said, we'll speak to his agent about the contract. There's a good relationship and the current deal is still valued for the next four years. So because he's showing levels, you, you know, you reward your people and give them peace, isn't it, people? Rafa Liao's agent has said, Rafa has a Rafael has a contract that expires in 2024. We're in talks about a new deal with AC Milan. Until that date, we're dealing with all of that. 
without Chelsea, Real Madrid, Barca, we are dealing with that. Raphael loves being in Italy. That'd be crazy. And I mean, Mudrick said on the 15th of November, well, came out yesterday, it's not about the badge or history. The team style of play will play a role in my decision. It's very important. Yes, I'd be upset if I don't get to move in the winter. And once again, he then said, if there was an option of being a bench player for Real Madrid or a starter for Arsenal, I'd probably choose Arsenal. But I'd first want to know from the head coach that I'd receive a chance. Crazy. So, yeah, that seems to be it. Gundogan, who, you know, I mean, keep giving us some of these players, City. The summer of 2023 still feels so far away. I'm relaxed. It's not even clear what's going to happen to our coach. And that's true. Why would you commit your deal where you don't know if Pep Guardiola is going to commit his future? I think he probably will, but I'm not privy to anything. I feel very comfortable in Manchester and I'm happy. And he squashed the Liverpool move by saying, Liverpool move, I can rule that out. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's type in Arsenal one more time. Seems like better. What is this illness thing that we were suffering? A number of our players had in the Wolves game. Like, there's rumours that they all had dodgy food. Don't know who cooked it for them, but you know, brown envelope settings. 25-year-old Arsenal player was suffering with illness like Granite Xhaka on Saturday. He still played versus Wolves. This is in relation to Zinchenko. It must be a stomach issue. What the hell is going on? According to the Evening Standard, three or four more Arsenal players were also suffering with illness over the weekend. So, yeah, big up to you lot for getting the, 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 the game done. Maybe that's why, although it was a good game, we didn't start as fast as we could. Crazy. It's a bit brazy, ain't it? Ain't it? Very, very brazy. What else has been said? Not sure if you saw this, but yeah, I did. I did. I did. Chelsea raided Brighton. Yeah, they got some some backroom staff and that. Hazard flopped at Madrid, really peaked at Chelsea. Injuries haven't helped him. And when it's somebody's dream, when it's somebody's dream, I feel sorry for them. He didn't play a major part, but he walked away with the Champions League. What about Noah Lang? I'm not really convinced, but, you know, if Arsenal buy him, then I'll give him a chance. Shout out Ryan. Big up DG. Can only pop into the stream, but have to just... You have to just drop a like, smash the likes, people. Ryan, appreciate that, my guy, man. DG, start. Sub, I think you mean, and sell. Liao, Sane, and Chiesa. Start Chiesa, and then it gets a bit tricky, bro. Uh, start Chiesa. Sub, Sane, sell, Liao. Oh, you know what? Sub, Liao, sell, Sane. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, I'm younger. Jao Pedro, assume you're talking about the Watford one. Looks decent, mate. Noah Lang comes in with too much baggage. I mean, we've all seen the 10 hard clips in it, but who hasn't got baggage? DG, can Telemans play the same position as part eight or should we be looking for another number six? I'd love a different number six if I'm completely... I'd love a different number six if I'm completely honest with you, but yeah. DG, check your DMs. I, I messaged you, bro. I think I saw you comment on my YouTube. I, all I use is a laptop and a laptop camera. My guy, I ain't got no special equipment. I need to start getting that. Signing players in general. Lift the team after the World Cup. I hope so. Daniel, appreciate that. Late to the stream. Been grafting. I have to rewatch. Shout out to everyone on the grind. And the good thing about YouTube and Twitch for a certain period is that it don't go anywhere, bro. You know, it will be there when you're ready, man. I love to hear you lot are busy. Warms my heart, people. Don't forget, 4.30, we're live again, people. But 
Yeah, on that note, we've been here for an hour and 22 minutes. I'm going to go get some lunch, people. It don't seem like there's anything more to speak about. We primarily covered Mudrick. We've dealt with any of the other talking points. I'm going to cut up this live stream to the specific part we spoke about and obviously re-upload it like I normally do. Make sure you've turned on your YouTube and Twitch, but your YouTube notifications, you know, you've hit the like button and you've subscribed, people. I'm live on Twitch at 4.30. Make sure you check out my descriptions as well for the timestamps and all of that. What else have I got to remind you lot about? Yeah, that's it, really. Don't forget World Cup watch-alongs. At some point, we're going to be streaming that every day. Uh, yeah, make sure you're following on all the socials and them good things there. Make sure you're checking out my YouTube playlist. And most importantly, man, you lot all stay well, stay safe, stay in good health, and, you know, you know aggressively pursue your goals, man. Hear that, man. No worries. Nah, Dan, leaving, man. DMs are open, mate. Buy players from the Premier League only, but need more money. It is what it is. I'm not too sure about that. I'm not convinced on Weston McKenney. Could be an okay squad player, but I'm personally not convinced, people. But yeah, you lot stay safe, stay blessed. I'll see you lot soon, man. One love. One love. Okay,